Good morning. Welcome to Mornings with Ken. I'm so glad you're here. Now go get that cup of coffee. Go get that virtual donut. Grab a seat, kick off the shoes, and stay a while. All right, there is a third wave coming. That's right. You heard it first here on Mornings with Ken. There's a third wave coming. You heard it first, unless you heard it somewhere else before me. Then you didn't hear it first from Mornings with Ken. <laughs> no, according to uh, the New York Times, there's a third wave of inflation coming. So, <laughs> hold on to your bathtub and float down the float down the ocean with the tsunami coming because there's a third wave of inflation coming. Yes, we thought, and I didn't know it was a third wave, but I, but excuse me while I clear my throat. <coughs> yes, a third wave. I don't, I'm not sure what the second wave was, but we're down to the, we're up to the third wave. So apparently, um, the, <laughs> the costs are going to go up even greater. Now, of course, after like COVID towards the end of COVID, we know prices went up because of the lack of movement of of the supply chain. The supply chain um, was kind of broken down. Uh, we, we couldn't get the supplies we needed. Um, we, you know, because people weren't, weren't at, you know, weren't going to work and there wasn't enough people to fulfill open vacancies. So the supply chain was broken. So that, of course, caused prices to go up. So the, the another wave is coming, the third wave, and that is because the dollar is losing value, and China is at work and at play to try and crush the dollar. So I guess they're considering that the third wave along with the inability to staff um, get companies can't get their staff. They cannot get their staff and uh they're, you know, they're having to raise wages. And they're just not doing... They're, I mean, it's not doing well. And prices are going to still increase. And I know we all see it. We all see the prices still high. Although I, I've noticed some um, food prices that have kind of dropped a little bit. 
but they're saying this possibly could be like I don't want to say worse than the depression but it's going to be really really bad um, and they're, they're some experts I'm not a financial expert nor do I play one on TV but uh, they're even recommending uh, which uh, which uh, investments to get out of and there is a a legitimate attempt to move to a cashless society and that is going to that is causing prices to go high and you know what I tell you what the conspiracy theories theorists from years ago you know what they're they are correct most of the time the, the you know people love to make fun of the theor, you know the conspiracy theorists but you know what they've mostly been right they've mostly been right they predicted this and it's coming to pass a cashless society and the government will give you credits depending on the size of your family and what they feel your family should have but that's a whole I could go down that rabbit hole and that's a whole nother show and maybe I will need I need to do that show probably coming up pretty soon because it, it's going to happen. And uh, it, yeah, I'm definitely going to do a show on that. I, I, I really am. So with, with the dollar, probably going to tank. World economy, a cashless society. The third wave of the economic crisis is coming. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to do. They're, I mean, they're saying, like, you know, I don't know. Get 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 two jobs. Um, save your money until we go cash. Save cash until we go to a cashless society. Hopefully, you could turn it in for, for digits. I don't know, man. What is this world coming to? Oh, my goodness. But God's got it all under control, so I'm, I'm not in fear. Because I know God's got it all under control. None of this is a surprise to him. But, uh, you know, that doesn't mean you don't play it safe and go out and buy some um, canned food and uh, some powdered milk and powdered eggs and cases of water. So, I don't know, man. Things are getting a little crazy so alright hey I don't know what you're going to do but I'm going to take a break and get a sip of coffee so I'll, I'll be back in a minute
that cup of coffee. Ah, just made my day. Ah, oh yeah, now I'm ready to begin my day. Uh, so, uh, yeah, once more about um, the economic crisis and inflation. I'll try to keep it short. We got to get some happy news. I don't know, but um, the other reason uh, the economic third wave is coming is because companies are trying to increase their profit margin. Now, you would say, well, can that make sense, right? Well, so looking back at the article, um, it, it talks about, um, see, during the second wave, they, they raised prices, you know, because they don't want to lose money. So they want to at least stay on matching their profit. They want they didn't want to lose the profit they were already gaining. So they 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 raise prices to maintain that profit margin. Well now they said, but not only do we need to maintain the profit margin we were getting, we need to increase it because we need each quarter to keep growing and growing and growing and get it bigger. So there's a little bit of uh, a little bit of greed, but okay. See, I'm a I'm a conservative capitalist, and and, and uh, oftentimes greed is good. Did I say that? <laughs> oh no, but. I want companies to grow and be successful. But in these hard, you know, economic times, how can we justify the, the raising of prices again, causing even higher inflation? Because remember, they, they raise prices to keep the profit margin where they wanted it to be at. But now they're saying, well, above that, because we didn't, you know, increase quarter to quarter, now we need to increase the prices so we can make our profit margin even higher. And, you know, it's hard for me to wrap my head around because, you know, I'm thinking, guys, when is, when is enough enough? We're hurting. We're hurting. Uh, um, we're hurting really bad. The, the average consumer is hurting. We can't keep, everything can't keep coming back to the consumer. Or, or there's, you know what? I mean, you could, you could make that profit margin so high that we 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 won't even be able to buy your products. So I I don't know what the solution is, and I know there's people out there, and this is what they always say: well, the market will fix itself. 
You know how the market fixes itself? It makes us get used to having less money while their profit margin increases. Oh, now I sound like a liberal. Here I go. Ken's getting liberal, you, liberal on you uh, guys on Mornings with Ken. But for real, guys, we can't... Us consumers cannot absorb and give you more profit. We can't do it anymore. I mean, we might as well just roll over and die. We cannot keep giving you and helping you increase your profit margin and having less money to survive on while you're growing your business and your profit gets higher and higher every quarter. I know I'm sounding like a liberal now. I apologize, but I'm sounding like a liberal. But I feel like I need to dive into this um, even further. I'm all for companies making profit. Trust me, I am. But not at the not to so much where people it doesn't even do them any good to work anymore. It's 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 to that point where how do you even people please go to work and please work two jobs if you have to. But how do you get motivated going to work just to increase the profit margin of the companies? And I'm all for that. I want them to be successful and have money. But it comes to a point where you've... Because the... Oh, man. You know what? Let's take another... I, I got to take another break. Uh, I'll, I'll be right back. Having my baby What a lovely way of saying how much you love me Having my baby What a lovely way of saying what you're thinking of me I can see it Your face is glowing I can see it in your eyes I'm happy in knowing That you're having my baby You're the woman I love and I love what it's doing
And now, your word for today. Natalism. Natalism. Natalism means promoting the reproduction of men and women. So natalism is the natural function of man, according to uh, psychologists and uh, philosophers. Natalism means it encourages mankind to reproduce and have children, which is considered the natural order of mankind, or womankind, I should say, because only women can have babies. So, but I read this article, Psychology Today. Psychology Today um, talks about this term, natalism. And becoming aware of what part, of how natalism plays a part in our society today. The negative effects of natalism. And I didn't really know this was an issue until after reading the article. So, women feel, some women feel like they don't have a place in today's society because they don't have any children. And not having any children kind of dictates their social life. And uh, I'm not going to read the article, but I'm going to kind of give you the gist of the article. So, natalism is the natural order of man. And If a woman is childless, they do okay throughout their teen years, you know, well, as children, as preteen, as teenagers, um, even as uh, adults going through their college years, and perhaps even going into their first careers out of college or from high school into the work field. They have a social life. They fit into society. But as different social groups form, as they get older, they begin not to fit in any type of social group. Uh, once they hit their their 30s, mid-30s, and into their 40s, if they didn't have children, their social group that they once had can, not, now this is generally speaking, can exclude them naturally, not in, necessarily intentionally, but... Um, just by sheer 
circumstance, they begin to lose their social circle of friends. And once again, this is not the case for every woman, but this is a real problem for some. Some women feel left out. And it kind of makes sense after reading the article. And I'm sorry, I'm going to get distracted. I see some uh, friends of mine um, walking in. Um, anyway, I'm outside. Uh, you're listening to Mornings with Ken outside. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, if you think about it, uh, women start bearing children, you know, perhaps like in their 20s and then late 20s and 30s and, you know, even up to 40. But a lot of times these women, because their friends are now have small children and children take up a lot of their time and they then begin to uh, socialize with other mother mothers um, of children um, and have play dates or just naturally form relationships because they have a commonality of children. Well, there are uh, former women in their lives in the social group um, that don't have children kind of lose their way. They feel out of touch. They feel less than. Some, this is, again, this is generally speaking according to psychology today. And they, they really feel like they don't fit in society. Um, those that are married, it's hard for them to connect with their former social circle uh, because now their friends have uh, married and had children and they're meeting with another group of people. And the women without children aren't really making the connections um, to their former friends and social circle. So it just makes life a little bit different for them. And um, there's, there's a term for it. It's called, <laughs> I love the term, it's called CNBC. Not the news station, but CNBC. Um Childless, not by choice. So CNBC, childless, not by choice. So perhaps there's, you know, infertility or some other type of issue that has gone on where the women cannot bear children. And I don't want to look over the women who maybe um, just choose not to have children. That's also, uh, you know, a choice that some women make not to have children. But the women who choose not to have children, um, CNBC, um, childless, not by choice. Um, Either way, it's hard for these women to connect to their former social group. And that's part of life. You know, you come in and out of circles of, of, of social groups. 
Now, perhaps um, some relationships of social circles do last, even though there's uh, different circumstances in life. I would hope that it would, but, um, you know, uh, things change and people go different directions. But then, too, as these, these women without children get older, it even affects some in their late 40s and 50s and surely, this, you know, as they get over 60s, 70s, because they have no grandchildren. Um, they, you know, it, it's, it's a life, it's a life of a little bit of loneliness in their life um, because they don't have the children in common. Um, they, you know, a lot of times you, you might hear, you know, couples talk, Hey, did your, did your children come over for Christmas or the holidays or how are your children doing? And those, uh, women who don't have children or, or couples that don't have children, man and wife, um, it's hard for them to form solid relationships, um, because of a lack of children and I didn't know this was a real issue um, until recent, uh, until recently I read that article. So, hey, you guys out there, if you are in a social circle with uh, other women who, for whatever reason, don't have children, don't forget about your friends. So, um, you women stick together and uh, do life together with or without children and uh, just love everybody in your circle of uh, friends. So I just thought I'd throw that out that. So that's the word of today. Natalism. Natalism. So there you have it.